It's still funky. It's not. It's it's significantly even less funkier than last week. <laughs> still funky. Oh my goodness. Well, how are we still alive, Shiblet? I don't know. <sighs> Funk. Funk's I, keeping us going. I mean, if your heart beats like mine does during any Tennessee games when things like this happen, yep. I mean, I, I don't know how you're not 100 pounds lighter just on that. Nah, I, could, I could use it, Shibley. Tell me your secret there. <laughs> oh, man, the secret. Yeah, just get that jacked up for all the games. <laughs> right. Oh, and I'm there. And, I'm and including th- basketball, too. But when I'm jacked up, I also have, like, two kneeling dogs. Like, See, I don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, that's... I get jacked up and then eat Jack in the Box. Yeah, so, or yeah. drink. I don't drink like a bunch of Miller Lights or anything like that to go along. Why with it. would you just assume? Okay, no, <laughs> I'm definitely wearing a Miller Light shirt. All right, <clears throat> not a sponsor. Hashtag not, not a sponsor. Not a, yeah, we're not sponsored by Miller Light. Here. That would be shoot. That would yeah. be so cool. <laughs> yeah, above that. Yeah, I'm down. But anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, or as I should say, greetings and salutations. There we go, everybody. Uh, sports and, well, not wrestling fans, this is the College Football Podcast, but anyway, it is the Modern Day Gladiators College Football Special for the week, as it is me, your humble host, Michael Shibley, and of course, joining me, Mr. Trey Pack, again, as we decipher all the wonderings and great things (laughs) that have been happening in the world of college football, of course, we always have to start with our beloved Tennessee Vols and the... Stubbing of toes that happened. <laughs> Stub, yeah, yeah, that's the that's a nice way the to put it. The breaking of hearts. Yeah, this is yeah. not uh, this is not vol Twitter. Uh, so <laughs> you know we <laughs> we can only do so much. Right. When we look at it, but my goodness, Tennessee, of course, losing twenty nine to twenty six in double overtime. But of course, that's only part of the story. Tennessee was in control of that game for fifty nine minutes and forty three seconds Ugh. until Alante Taylor commits. <laughs> The one cardinal sin that you do not do Don't. as a defensive back in that situation, you do Don't not let, let him behind you. get behind you. Exactly. And yes, and trust me, he can get a lot of criticism for just completely making that error. I do put some on Nigel Warrior for completely just missing that tackle. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, I mean, you have those type of things, and we've talked about this, or I mentioned it a little bit on on my podcast but we can dive a little bit more deeper in with this one is the fact that on just the defense played so well in the game overall top to bottom it was great for about three and a half quarters yeah yeah no it's they started gashing us there at the end yeah, um, in, in in overtime, but I think they were shot at that point too. Oh yeah, of course. So, yeah, and your offense is giving you literally no help. Yeah. So, and it, what was that noise? I got noises happening. That's weird. Help, silence your cell phones, children. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but w- one of the things too though was the fact that the offense just made it so that the defense couldn't have a complete screw up like they had. Exactly. That was one of the other big exactly. issues when you look at what happened in this game. I mean, Garantano or Tano or however he's pronouncing yeah. the last name. Ever since he point. changed his name, he forgot how to throw accurately. Yeah, or see the field. He's just not seeing the field, which and I think even Chase and Terry who are big Georgia fans, and yeah. they weren't the biggest fans of Jim Chaney. Right. But my goodness, Jim Chaney helps guys see the field. I mean, when he was here, I mean, he made Jonathan Crompton into a pretty darn good quarterback. And and Tyler Boyd was really good, too, when he Mm -hmm. was here. So you you have that, and then you look at what's going on. I mean, Garantano, thank goodness for Jawan Jennings. Yes. Because the two touchdowns we had 
were the first pure one was Juwan tipped. Jennings. Yeah. It was tipped. It wasn't even for Jennings. It was supposed right. to be for Wood Anderson. It's nuts. And it deflected and went into his hands. And then the one in overtime, which was going to be intercepted, but Jawan Jennings just bullied yeah, it away from him. Of course. It. And, that, I mean, he wins those balls all the time. Yeah. Like, he, 50-50 balls for Jawan Jennings are more like 75-25 and balls. That's, and Jawan's one of those guys that, like, especially with, with all the, the scandal of, you know, last season, couples last season, right? Yeah, and... I mean, just having him reinstated and all that. Good that stuff. was a, a season, two seasons, two seasons ago. ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, that tarnished to you know him moving forward and going to the next level. I mean, if you watch him this year, there's no doubt in my mind an NFL team is going to pick him up. Oh, absolutely. Early. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's a first rounder, but he's. I think he definitely goes second day. Yes. Second yes. or third round. I think he could definitely yeah, do he's, that. If any, if he slips, like I mean, I had the same thought. Completely. Different position, but Antonio Richardson. That mm-hmm. play, I mean, yeah, I, I was a, a, a I wasn't a great fan of, of Tony's, but like knew yeah. him, knew him pretty well. I th- he was the same way. I was like, you were going to be a second or third round pick and yep. slip the draft. So, but I mean, if, if anybody skips on Jawan that way, I mean, you're just it's insane. Yeah, I mean, just the way he's bull- like you said, bullying defensive backs is, is unlike anything I've seen. And it, it, hopefully, he can still do that once the SEC schedule gets going. Because yeah. we, I mean, we'll talk about what Tennessee's got to do to get to a bowl game now at this point. <sighs> but you again, you look at just, again, Garantano was just having issues. He was missing guys and making mistakes that I don't know if it's because of the fact that <coughs> people were just sacking him so much last year because he didn't you yes. know he, he I don't know if it's because he's worried about having to pull the trigger real quick, but you look at that interception he had right at the start of the third quarter mm-hmm. when he throws into triple coverage and hits a guy right in the chest right for BYU and then yep. what the next play they score. Yep. If you look at the play, Palmer, I think, was running wide open. Right. And not in a way where – and it wasn't also in a way where it it was taking a minute to develop. He right. was there he was and there. ready to go. Yeah, exactly. I th- yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that is um, is just tendency. Like with yep. him, he, he doesn't – I mean, that's a trust thing. If you don't trust your offensive line, yep. you're getting the ball out early. But here's the other thing, and this is ba- – I mean, this is middle school, high school stuff – he stares down his receivers worse than anybody I've seen, maybe ever at the college level. And I mean, it, it's it. I mean, not all the time, but against BYU, it was rough. And what's it's interesting because usually you would expect that in you know a freshman, exactly, maybe second year guy, something like that. Not a guy who's been in the system for four. Well, not this system, but been on this team for four years. Exactly. It's and something. Yeah, he is working on his what fourth offensive coordinator, but he's still making mistakes that you shouldn't be making. He's still the this. same style of quarterback, mm-hmm. regardless. I mean, they're building the system yep. around him. Yeah. I mean, if you take like a Lamar Jackson or a Michael Vick. Yeah, those guys are, are are bad about staring down the receivers, but Garantano doesn't have that threat. No, so you just you, you just can't. I mean, the, uh, Vic said he used to love to stare down receivers and then to run. You know yeah. what I mean? They, oh God, yeah. That's just a whole other weapon that that he doesn't have. Like I want so, I want my wife to stare at me the way Garantano stares down the receivers. Like I mean, it's I, I don't know how else to be happy. No, it it it's, it's frustrating. And again, some of the decisions he was making, and again, I don't know if it's. What's going through his head? But the fact that, too, you have some of those plays on third and short and we're throwing balls behind the sticks. It's like you got to so, so either let them play it out or you make the, the short yardage situations for Tennessee and the yeah. short yardage package have been terrible. And I know 
some of that is definitely on the offensive line, and it's yeah. some of it, it. I don't know how much of the play calling. It, it's yes, there is some play calling, but you look at these losses yep. in the overall scheme. The Georgia State one, I definitely put square on the coaches for losing that game. I yeah. mean, they didn't get the guys ready to play against again a Sun Belt team that was two and ten last season. Yeah. This one, I seem to put more on on the players more than anything with a lot of the mistakes that were made in that game. You've got wide receivers that aren't stretching out to get that extra yardage on a fourth down. Not hungry. Or And you have – because some of the plays, Jim Chaney couldn't have drawn them better up. Right. Oh, and yeah. they were just poorly executed. I mean, what was it? The, the pass right before halftime where Juwan Jennings wide open in the end zone. If Garantano throws it when he's supposed to, yep. nobody near him. I mean, it, that was one that was just extremely frustrating. Yeah, Garantano's got it in his head, and that's and you can do that from from overwatching film. You're like, okay, I know they're going to do this when we run this play, so I'm going to you know have, but he's just not going through his progression. Yeah. Or I mean, if Juwan Jennings is second or third in your progression, then you're you ran the wrong play. Yeah, exactly, especially in that situation. But, I mean, yeah, just the push that we're getting on fourth down or third and short is non-existent. Yeah. And one of the things that's frustrating to me, and it was brought up on some of the Twitter things, because Vol Twitter. Vol Twitter. Oh, boy. I don't know, understand why they don't just, on third and one, run a sneak yep. with Garantano behind Trey Smith every time until they prove that they can stop exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. You've got that big guy playing what left guard I think right now just run right behind him every time until yep. they stop it. And I it just, promise you, Trey. The first three times, Trey's gonna. I mean, until you stack four guys in that gap, yeah, yeah, Trey's gonna move them. So that that's frustrating. You look at really when you look at the overall thing, and I think this is the big thing that we're running into mm. as a as a program right now with Tennessee is they don't know how to win football games. Nope. Like culture's I, gone. Yeah, I mentioned this on on my podcast too. You look at Johnny Majors and Philip Fulmer. Yep. How many games were played like this one? Especially like during those streaks with Vanderbilt and Kentucky, mm-hmm. or a Memphis, or or something where you just don't have everything you've got that day. Yep. You they found ways to win those games yep. and all always, the time. You always have. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it, it's just staggering to see what has happened as this program. And I put it all the way back to when Mike Hamilton got rid of Philip Fulmer. That's, mm-hmm. I think, when the core of everything that this program Stickers. stands for is rotting it away. Yep. And it's not going to get fixed overnight. And mm-hmm. that's what we... Yes, there was a lot more promise coming into the season. And, of course, Tennessee should have won both of these games. Yep. We should be 2-0 and and just talking about going into the Florida game and right. things like that right now. Let's overlook UTC and then, yeah. Yeah, but but we're not. I, I think we got to carry Fulmer up the hill, like whole style, like instead of carrying Madame Zeroni. <laughs> we got to carry Fulmer up the hill, and that's what we got to do. Yeah, it's, I'll turn the program around. Yeah, well, I I don't know if bringing him back as coach is because nah, Pruitt's Pruitt's his no guy. Way. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's just not gonna. Fulmer's got too much grace. I've seen that yeah. on all Twitter. I've seen that yeah. on Facebook. I've even I've spent hours reading conspiracies. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to get into them, but yeah. and I'm not. I promise. But no, that you that's for Haffle. Yeah, I've read hours of conspiracies on on how this is Fulmer's idea and all, you know, and it just hasn't no. But the whole thread is how Fulmer takes back over. Um, but I do have a hot take. Okay. I, I do have a, 
just a way to, for us to turn it around, at least to bring some excitement. I think that if Jared Garantano starts all 12 games, I hope we don't win one. I mean, I, I think if we're going to lose, let's lose weird and let's just go 0-12. I think you bench Garantano, which I, people are talking about that for, yeah. for Chattanooga anyway because – you should blow them out. You you, you should. should. I'm going to be at that game. We better yeah. win that damn game for crying out loud. I think you bench Garantano and you start Juwan Jennings at quarterback. You could do something like that. That I mean, Juwan he was, all state. He was an All State quarterback. He in high was. School. He was. I don't know if he's. I don't know what his arm. I'm sure he's got arm strength for days. I don't know where his accuracy is because he doesn't oh, work. His I'm quarterback. sure it's not. Yeah. But it's at this point. Like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying get in there and, and run the same offense that we're running. And I'm not saying, you know, I've seen people say just get in, um, get an Army's offense, which we'll talk about. You know, yeah. We'll talk about that game here in a second. But no, I'm saying you get back there in the Wildcat with an all state quarterback. I mean, yeah, he's not played quarterback in four years, but I mean, people make that transition the other way all the time. So yeah. if you've got, you've got nothing to lose at this point. Give it a shot. Honestly, I'd just rather go with with one of the freshmen. If you were going to make a change, you would have done it, and it looks like Pruitt's not going to do it. Because it's this weird thing, too, because you have that wonderful four-game leeway with the transfer portal and transferring and red shirts and all this other stuff. So, I mean, if you were going to start one of these guys, and Pruitt said he's not going to do it, it would have been to start at Chattanooga because you do not start a freshman – Right in the swamp. No, you no. don't. This is not the Nathan unless you're this, Florida and they kill us well, every yes, year. Yes, you can. You could put in the second string Bay Franks. Yeah. You, well, you can put in the second string kicker at and yeah, have a Heisman day and have a Heisman day against us because <laughs> that's how that always happens. But you, I mean, you don't do that. It'd be Peterman all over again yep. for crying out loud, yep. and we don't want that. Jeez, but. Again, the team, they're not showing how they're winning. One of the things, again, you look at, and again, I go into history and look at so many of these different things, because you look at Fulmer's second season. Yep. You know, his first season, he had Heath Schuler as quarterback. Yeah, so right. he, you give him some leeway with it, with that. But in Fulmer's second season, 1994, <laughs> I was 11, <laughs> and you were barely born. Um, I wasn't. <laughs> no oh, my goodness. Anyway, 1994. <laughs> You you go in and you he had a, a, a fifth year senior and this was one of the heartbreaking things too mm-hmm. was Jeremy Colquitt who had yep. stayed behind Heath Schuler got that year extra year of eligibility and then tears up his knee in yep. like the first series against UCLA and back then they did not have that sixth year red shirt or right. anything yeah. so that he's done that broke my heart a lot. But then, of course, you had former Baseball Hall of Famer Todd, Todd Helton, Helton. Yep. and then you had Brandon Stewart, and then a young guy named Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Yeah. But Tennessee went 1-3 in their first four games of 1994. They lost at UCLA, they lost to Florida, they lost to Mississippi State, which they probably shouldn't have, Right. and, those all, and they still beat Georgia, because back in the 90s, as yeah. much as Chase and Terry don't want to hear it, Tennessee just took care of Georgia yeah. all and, the time. And Alabama. And in Alabama for the most part. Yeah, yeah, they lost Alabama in 94. That was the last one right. until the streak started. And it was one of these frustrating <laughs> things because, yeah, you saw that the team had talent. It just couldn't click everything together. And Fulmer was able then, he started Peyton Manning at that Washington State game that yeah. I was at as an 11-year-old kid, and the rest was history at that point. Tennessee yeah. went on a tear and... 
Who's sending messages to us? Why are we getting you it's getting? Me. We're good. We're good. Getting terrible uh, pictures on there. I don't even want to know what no, you're, you're getting. Good. Anyway, uh, what's <laughs> what's going on though is again that team played well. They lost to Alabama. And then they just ran roughshod on the rest of the. See, then right. They blew was, out Virginia Tech. I mean, they beat Kentucky and Vanderbilt. I think like each like fifty to nothing each right. or something like that. It was an insane way they were blowing them out. And yep. then they blew out Virginia Tech in the Gator Bowl. So, and this is all on the strength of of sixteen. I yeah, mean, and that's and it, looking back at it now, it's it's almost hard to even fathom that. It's like, of course. Peyton Manning turned yeah, it around, but you didn't. At fully the time, know. he's a fourth string, fresh, true freshman. Yeah, there's no way you know that. Yeah, until you make that change. So yeah. Pruitt being, or not just Pruitt, but so many coaches are just so unwilling to make that change. You did. Am I saying we yeah. have we have the next Peyton Manning sitting on our bench? Probably, probably yeah, no, not. No, but, Peyton Manning only comes around once a generation, right? But unless you're Georgia and just get every five star recruit, and then they transfer elsewhere. Exactly. But Peyton Manning wasn't Peyton Manning sitting on that bench in '94, no. and no. that's 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 my thing. If you're struggling that yeah. bad, give someone else a shot. Yeah. What do you have to lose? And we'll have to see at this point. We'll see how the season goes. But of course, Tennessee right now they're staring down a one and six start. I mean, this Chattanooga game could be the only win because then it just does not get better from there. <coughs> you know, you've got Florida, Florida. You got Mississippi State. You've got Georgia. You've got Alabama. I mean, you've got all of these. The only team in there we can beat is Mississippi State. Yeah. Like, we're not going to beat Georgia. We're not going to beat Florida. We're yeah. not going to beat Alabama. Yeah. But see, then you look at stuff, and this is where it's going to be big. When the fans, the BYU loss, when you look at it as just, when you look at the schedule as a whole when we started the season, yes, were we most likely going to win that game, of course. But there was at least a possibility that we weren't going to win it, just based yeah. on how young the team was. The Georgia State loss is going to be a punchline for a long time. Yep. That's just the way it's going to happen. But then you look at the rest of the schedule after that nightmare October and late September, where you've got Florida, then you got a bye week, then Georgia at home, Mississippi State at home, and then at Alabama. But then after that, you've got South Carolina, who lost their starting quarterback. Yeah. UAB, who is started 2-0 and did win their conference. Of course. But still, if the team builds the way we, they it's matter. looking like it can build, we can do some good things. And then you got Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt to wrap up the season. I mean, still, there is really great possibility to go 6-6, six and six, yep. which still gets you to a bowl game. And if on the back end you can do that, because that's what Tennessee has done forever, is just dominate November – with those Kentucky and Vanderbilt games, you take care of South Carolina. It, it's and Kentucky lost their starting quarterback yep. as well, so I feel really bad for them going uh, playing uh, yeah. Florida this week right. because of that. So you look at all of that, you can rebound and make this at least a good season by the end of it, and still make your goal of going to a bowl game. Yep. We just got to see what happens with you. Got to play out the season, and the biggest thing that all these guys. And this is the last thing I'll mention, and then we'll go on and talk about the rest of college football with Tennessee this season. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the football office should know this. Don't lose to Vandy. Yeah. Do not end the season losing to Vanderbilt for the fourth year in a row. Nope. Yep. That will just 
it's, after everything else that's happened this season, if you do that, especially if there's a chance at a bowl game on the line. Uh, no, yeah, if we, I mean, if that's the difference between us going to a bowl and not, yeah. the couches will burn. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, oh, yeah. And not in the West Virginia good way. No, no, no. In the Tennessee very, very bad way. Yes. Oh, yeah. As we mentioned last week. Yes. Leaderboard will burn down. It, it's, it's not good. And I would feel bad because you'll be inside. No, you probably, yeah. I'll yeah. Be, no, yeah. I'll be on the porch. <laughs> just let it burn. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Don't lose to Vandy. And just get these young guys in there. Get the young guys in because they're the ones that are playing the best right now. Yeah, exactly. Gray's playing yes. best. Two hundred twelve's playing really well. Incredible. Yeah, those are Pruitt's guys. So again, as people keep talking about, don't you know? You got to fire them now. No, we're not going to get stuck in this cycle again. Yeah, I agree. just let let it work out. You know, come back in three <laughs> years and let's see what it, it, after the next few seasons. Right. Don't just burn it down because that's just going <clears> to <throat> end badly. Yeah. But speaking of things not ending badly, LSU had a really good yep. trip to Georgia mm-hmm. or Georgia, Texas. Uh, Texas. My goodness, both LSU and Texas—they've been talking about who's DBU. They both need to stop that because yeah. there was terrible defensive back play all game long because the game was forty-five thirty-eight. Yeah, it's the real DBU is Tennessee anyway. Yeah, we can either yeah, way. Eric yeah. Berry just yeah. by himself. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but Joe Burrow is actually looking. Great, Joe Burrow played well last insane. year, but he's getting even better. They're passing the ball really well. Yep. Now again, it's still week two. We'll see what happens once you get into SEC play. But this was the highest profile match so far in this season. It was a great game, and it was a great game. Great was, game. Uh, we had it on at where I work. We had it next to all the Tennessee game. That was the only other game we had on was the LSU Texas game, oh, which yeah. was still great to watch after. I'm banging my head against the wall in the back at work course, after the yeah. Tennessee game. And then you look at also Texas is not out of anything. No. They no, st- no, they, no, they no, run no, the no. table and win the Big 12, they're going to seriously be con- considered for the playoff. Yeah, they're going to go through Oklahoma to do that. Yeah, so that's, probably that's, twice. Yeah, so that's oh yeah, I mean you beat Oklahoma twice with Jalen yeah. Hurts running. Oh yeah. But no, yeah, a, a, a loss like this to a top 10 <laughs> SEC school that's not going to hurt you no, at Texas all. Is fine. And with LSU I mean, again, everything's pointing to that November 9th showdown with Alabama like yep. it has been. Alabama's won, I think, what, eight straight in that, too? Yeah, it's I been something, something like, like that. It's They have a streak with everybody. Yeah, they, Literally, they, except Clemson. Except Clemson. That's been it. And Auburn, because Auburn beat them not last year, but the year before. Which, so. yeah, that's just insane. But you have all of that. A couple of other observations. Trevor Lawrence at Clemson has only been, eh, yeah, he's not. No, they were talking about him winning the Heisman Trophy. It's not. It's not. Gonna it's happen. not off to a good start. No. Now no. they do play Syracuse, which has b- played them very tough. He didn't play against Syracuse last year. He got hurt midway through the game. Yeah. And then Syracuse two years ago beat him up in the Carrier Dome. Yes. So that their focus. Now that was a Friday night game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, now this yes, is prime time Saturday. Syrac- Maryland or, beat the hell. I out know. Of Hats off to my mom's alma mater. Fear right. the turtle. God. Of course, you're going to blow out Howard seventy to nothing or whatever it was. But then they just beat the tar out of Syracuse. Oh, yeah. And Texas fans rolled up signs saying, "We want Maryland." I yeah, was, no, no, you, I don't not right now. I mean, Mike Loxley, as the coach of Maryland, has already equaled his win total from I think the three years he was at New Mexico. He was right. two and twenty six at uh, New Mexico. I get it. <laughs> So, I get it. I mean, that's still great. We'll see. <laughs> of course, Maryland has that back end with the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's still – I mean, they've been in the Big Ten for a few years now. It's still confusing to me oh, of them yeah. being in the Big Ten. Makes I, no sense. 
It, it doesn't at all. And I mean, my mom, every time I've talked to her about it, she's like, oh, yeah, they are in the Big Ten. I still don't understand I did not that. know they were in the Big Ten. I thought they were, yeah. in, I thought they were in the ACC. No, they moved. They, yeah, they moved. And then the ACC, after that, put like essentially a uh, almost a buyout, just like a coach's buyout right. <laughs> on them. And it was, oh, boy, that was a lot of money. Lots of millions of dollars. But, yeah, Maryland, fear the turtle right now. We'll see what happens, of course, yeah. as the season goes on. But that's been great to see Maryland do that. I'd rather have Maryland's uh, – Stuff than mm-hmm. I would Tennessee's right now. Oh yeah, no, like them going six and six, seven and five. That's like an amazing year. For yeah, them. absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah, all the time. Let alone if they go nine and three and go to yeah. a good bowl. That's like, oh, that's great. That's yeah. to us, it's like, yeah, we better. That's, yeah, that's God. expected here. You, oh, it'd be so nice to be a fan of just a team that's not the, the, arguably the greatest of all time. Yeah, I thought, but whatever. Sometimes it's what Tennessee basketball is like. Where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, oh we did great. Good. We beat Kentucky. Oh, yeah, gosh, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, moving on, you've got Army, who should have beaten Michigan. Should have beaten they Michigan. They should have beaten yep. Michigan. Ugh. I mentioned this on my podcast, because everybody looks at the play. It's like the first play they always showed was when Army was up, I think, 14-7, to and they were going in, and they decided to throw a pass. And they only threw like six passes throughout the game. Yep. But they decided, because they were six yards away, what people don't realize who didn't watch the game, mm-hmm. they were actually at the one-yard line, but their fullback, like, yep. Had lost. He moved his fist or something, and it got him a five-yard penalty and moved him back. If they Mm. were at the one, I guarantee you they're going in. Oh, yeah. From there... Or at least they're going to take as many shots until fourth down, and then they no, yeah, they're going to run the same yep. full, the same shit yep. we should be doing on third and one. Yep. Except with a sneak. All right, dive, mm-hmm. dive and stop it. I dare, I and, dare you to try. And then they missed the field goal going into the. Oh my God! Bless Army's heart. They and they're a good team. I mean, they won eleven games last year. I won. I mean, I made the bet at Army twenty plus twenty two. We talked about it on the yeah, show. Oh, yeah. like, I was like, really? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> if if there if there's that much of a spread. Yeah. Unless they're playing a Clemson or an Alabama, take take Army. Yeah, take, yeah. Oh, every if time. I had ten thousand dollars to bet on that game, I would have bet. I would have bet every penny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But again, we're we're not going to get that until we get the you know the uh, otherworldly coffee money coming in. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. it's coming. So we'll we'll get to them in a minute. Uh, but then you've got Florida State. My goodness, they would have <sighs> been just like us again. The only reason they're not mm-hmm. Louisiana Monroe. Came all the way back. They were down, I think, 17-something. I mean, it was just as much of a hole as Boise State was at Florida State. Right. And then they get into overtime. Florida State scores a touchdown, kicks the extra point. Louisiana Monroe, touchdown. They miss the extra point. you got to feel for those guys at that point. When you're one of those teams, though, I'm going for two yeah, at that point. That's what I said against yeah. – and I'm that way with Tennessee. I don't want to jump back into the BYU game or nothing, but in overtime, why do you not go for two there? Their defense is gat. Their offense is just destroying you. Go for two. Yeah, Georgia Tech did that, and luckily we stopped them a couple right. of seasons ago. It, Air Force did the same thing. Yeah, Air Force did. I was, and, yeah. but that's my thing, man. Tennessee fans love the recklessness. They do. They yeah. love it. Well, because it. we've We're been gonna... behind. We Fulmer for so many years never did it. Right. So that's why we just love it anytime it happens. It's like, oh. I mean, if he goes for two and we don't get it, the conversation's different. Yeah. People are just like, oh, well, at least at least we tried. Yeah. At least we fought for it. 
Probably the other game of the day besides the Texas LSU game was, had to be the Colorado comeback versus Nebraska. Yes, old great game. Old Big Twelve, Big Eight rivals who back in the day played some great games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, my favorite was that two thousand and one game when Colorado just ran all over Nebraska, and that put Tennessee again in position to play for the national title until we lost until LSU. We it, yeah. And then Nebraska still. Got in over Colorado because Colorado had two losses, which was amazing. You gotta love computers sometimes, but Colorado started that comeback with a 96 yard flea flicker. Oh yeah, who runs a 96 yard flea flicker? You're in your own end zone, yeah, and you run that because that can get blown up so easily. That's asking for a safety. Yeah, all day long. So dumb. But one of the things that people just aren't pointing out because Nebraska was such a trendy pick to win their division in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Scott Frost, he's five and nine. No, As Scott Frost. We we wanted him. It's and it's a, but it's the same. He's the same record as Pruitt has right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, people wanted Scott Frost. Yeah. My dad was a big Scott Frost guy. Yeah. But no, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. They do have a lot of great young talent there oh, as well. Yeah. No, so I mean, I think I think Scott Frost will be fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I think we're in the same boat if we if we got it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And he's five and nine. He has not won a road game. Pruitt has at least won a road game. Oh yeah. I mean, so. Pruitt's got some key quote unquote key wins. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just the other ones that make it's you no, his loss scratch your head. Yeah. Um, one of the other things you look at, I haven't been fully sold on Ohio State yet, but that Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins duo that they have is could be just deadly it's for dangerous. the next couple of seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've got them, and they beat the tar out of a Cincinnati team that I thought was going to give Ohio yeah. State some fits, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. And then you look at uh, Keaton Slovis, the USC quarterback came in for their injured quarterback. He was the other recruit. Yeah, backup versus backup. Destroyed Stanford. Yep. It was amazing to see. Stanford does not get blown out like that. No. Often, if at all. So, you look at those. It was a really exciting week, too. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> we'd be more thrilled about it if we didn't have yeah. to keep talking about... Uh, next week will be better. I, I hope so. My yeah, goodness. I was going to ask you, and I forgot. If we lose Saturday, oh my goodness! Do you do you if you're you're Philip Fulmer, you're sitting in the big chair with the cigar. We we lose a close one. Whatever. I'm saying we lose by two touchdowns to UTC. Do you fire Pruitt on the spot? You might do that one because at that point, you if you're going to get another coach, these are the three options that I see when you talk about what to do with Pruitt. First of all. The buyout from him and his staff is fifteen like million dollars plus, and we're still paying Butch Jones not to coach us. <laughs> so unless you're going to just take a dump truck full of money and go get somebody Man. worthwhile, and the only one I could think of who could make this program back to respectability in one year would be Nick Saban, and Man. he's not leaving Alabama. No. So I mean, really, if I'm Fulmer, you you just you roll with Pruitt again. I, I said this earlier. You roll with him for the next three four seasons, and then see what happens. Let him get nothing but his guys. Yeah, Pruitt guys, yeah. Left in this because those guys are playing really well right now. Oh yeah, no. T- yeah, so, Toa Toa is killing. Um, well, if, if you remember week one mm-hmm. or week zero, whatever. Yeah. When we were doing this, I said, "Say something crazy happens, and we start zero and three. Yeah. We that's a possibility. Ooh, yeah. I mean, UTC's one and one. They have a better winning percentage than us right now. No, in my opinion, if he loses to Chattanooga, I don't think he makes it back to the locker room. Pay the money. No, yeah. It'd almost be like a Lane Kiffin situation at USC where he's just left on the tarmac. 
Yeah, pay his money, get him out. Yeah, but I out. just I just do not see that happening no, I, at all. I, I mean, I see it. We're gonna. I don't think we're gonna win. I don't know what the line is, but we're not gonna cover. And it. they don't have the line on ESPN just because I guess they don't do. Uh, <laughs> They don't do, D1 I think, versus D2. yeah, or FCS or whatever they want to call it at that point. So, but again, just win the game, blow them out. Oh, actually, I found it. It's 28. It's four I, touchdowns we're not spread. Cover. I we're don't think not, we're, we're not going to cover. But I don't bet on Tennessee games, mostly for that. You should. That you're point. You're going to win a lot of money. Take Chattanooga in the yeah, points. I take just, points. You, you fade the pick. Yeah. <laughs> but let's take a look at what's going on week three. So we've got. Some games that are interesting. It's not as interesting as last week. <coughs> and I think next week you've got the big matchup of Georgia-Notre Dame, which oh, is going to yeah. be it's just fun. amazing. I mean, game days in Ames, Iowa for that battle for the Cyhawk trophy. Yeah, with, be which fun. I love trophy games. We'll talk more about this, of course, later in the season when yeah. all the big trophy <laughs> games come up. Mm-hmm. But Iowa-Iowa State, it's always been a close matchup. Iowa has won, I think, the last five in a row. That's one thing Matt right. Campbell, as great of stuff as he's done at Iowa State, hasn't beaten Iowa yet. Oh, yeah, and that's big brother. And they've got the game in Ames. I still, I'm I, I'm picking Iowa just because what I've seen in the two games that they've played, they've looked really good. <coughs> now, it hasn't been, of course, against the top, top talent, but they've looked great. Iowa State struggled to beat Northern Iowa, and then they had a bye week this week. So. I think if Iowa can control the ball, like like they have, you know, that, yeah. that's what they do. I mean, they're not like Army or anything, but if they can run that ball and do yeah. it successfully, yes, I'll take them. But I just think, I don't know, man. Iowa State's just – they score too many points. I yeah. Mean, they're not – I think Iowa State. Because I, I was they, – they've beaten Miami of Ohio and Rutgers. So, I mean, they haven't beaten anybody but really either. What, what did they beat Rutgers by? Like 38. Yeah, it's what so, everybody beats Rutgers by. Yeah. So, I mean, what's a Rutgers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee sure found out in 79. We talked about that last week. But, again, a couple of interesting games. Friday starts really good. Uh, Washington State, Houston. Oh, that's hot power. Uh, right the, I mean, the over I think is seventy four, and take I think it. I, I took take the, the over. over. Take the I over. I took it. It's it's good. I've got Washington State winning that game, but that that's just going to be just a pinball like score. Oh at yeah, that point. which is so, I love. I love arena football. Oh yeah. Ohio State is at Indiana now again. It's one of these where I thought Cincinnati was going to push them. Yeah. I think Indiana can push Ohio State. They've got a lot of a lot of experienced <coughs> talent on that team. Now again, it's nowhere near Ohio State's talent, right? But they're guys who have been through the Big Ten for a long time, exactly. And it's at home, so I like Indiana to at least push it. It's sixteen and a half right now for Ohio State. I mean, I think if you're going to take Indiana there, I think you take Indiana to play them super close. Yeah, because Ohio State every year has that that game. Yeah, a lot of times it's been Indiana. It, it's been Indiana. It's been Cincy. You know what have you? Mm-hmm. I think if you take Indiana there, you double down and take Indiana to win. Yeah, which is a bold a bold oh, pick. Yeah. But, but hey, if you bet five bucks, you can win like. A hundred, hundred exactly. So, yeah, and then you've got like Pittsburgh, Penn State. That's just a that's, fun, that's yeah. a great matchup. Of course, they just don't do it. They should do something like that every year. every year. They should have a trophy but or something that they don't. Uh, I've got Penn State. Penn State's looked really good. Now again, they haven't really played anybody, but I think they win that one what's, going away. What's their? They got Vandy's. What's his name? Uh, James Franklin. James Franklin. Big James Franklin guy. I think James Franklin yeah. is a guy that three or four years from now we fire Pruitt. I, I mean, we'll can you rope him away from Penn State? Penn, yeah. yeah. That's hard. The money talks. We'll have to see because, again, 
With James Franklin, where he is at Penn State, a lot of this is the last couple of years. I mean, he had uh, Trace McSorley, quarterback, who's the winningest quarterback they've ever had. And he had, uh, what, two years ago, he had why am I, the running back Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So you had a lot of talent there. Is he going to be able to win with guys? Of course, now we might not know who they oh, are. They, they could be they all Americans too. Yeah, exactly. But are they going to be that next guy up, or is that the peak of where James Franklin can take this program? Yeah, I agree with because you. you're going to have you're going to have to beat Michigan and Ohio State. No, oh, yeah. that's going to be your thing. Yeah. Is he going to be able to do that? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Alabama, they finally have a road game. At South Carolina, but mm-hmm. South Carolina lost. Garcia is not walking through that door. <laughs> that was a great atmosphere when Garcia and South Carolina beat Alabama yeah. that year. Yeah. That was a fun game. This game was a lot more intriguing until what happened to Stanford in the Coliseum last week. UCF, Central Florida, is hosting Stanford. That's a fun game. Which, again, I would probably have picked Stanford had they beaten USC. No. But the fact that what happened now... And the fact that now Central Florida has a national spotlight with a big time program coming to their place. Oh yeah, that seven and a half point spread. Mm-mm. No, yeah. no, you, you take, take you take Central Florida exactly. in that one. Yeah, I mean they're either going to win it huge or they're going to lose. Yep, that's exactly. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, you take take Central Florida. Yep, bet and then all, bet all your money. You've got um, BYU is hosting USC, so we can see what's going to go on with that. I would still go with USC in that yeah, one. Oh yeah. But I, you know, dude, it, I hate BYU's quarterback so much. It like wasn't every, his, it wasn't every time they fault. show him, no, the, bump yeah. that. Every, like his picture that they would show on ESPN. Oh yeah, he's got that stupid white Jordan headband on. Oh, not a sponsor. Man. Yeah, like I just want to like like flick him with it. You know what I'm saying? God, he's the most <laughs> annoying looking human being ever. Like he's everything uh, wrong that it. Every like every douchebag quarterback you can think of, yeah. just look at BYU's quarterback. Oh yeah. I agree. That yeah, that's irritating on a lot of levels. A really interesting intersectional matchup. You would think they'd meet in the Rose Bowl because it's uh Big Ten, Pac twelve, but they I don't think they've ever met in the Rose Bowl. Arizona State, Michigan State. That's fun. It's gonna be it's complete contrast to styles, which oh, is yeah. gonna be really interesting. Arizona usually those Big Ten schools just wilt when they go out west for for these like non conference matchups with Pac twelve teams. But I think Michigan State I think they their defense is just so, so great. I mean, the over under is probably like ten points because Michigan State's defense they have yeah. no offense to speak of right now. Right now, so uh, if if the over under is anything more than like fourteen, yeah, take the it's, under. It's almost it's almost like the old Neyland adage back in the day yeah. where the the adage was Neyland is like if he's got you by seven, he's got you beat. If he's got you by fourteen, he's got you in a route. I mean that yeah. that was Tennessee. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah. that's how good the defenses were. I mean, 1939, the last team to have all their regular season opponents scoreless. Yeah, that's insane. God, I miss General Neyland. Uh, <laughs> come back. Come back from the dead, please. Florida, Kentucky, we talked about that a little bit. Uh, Kentucky yeah. lost their starting quarterback. Florida finally lost to Kentucky last year for the first time in forever, which yeah. got Tennessee fans hope up, hopes up yeah. for that game in Neyland Stadium. And ooh, that, that didn't end well. <laughs> no. uh, I, I pity, I feel kind of bad for Kentucky a little bit. I don't like Kentucky at all. So, yeah, man. Uh, have you ever been to a game up there? At no, Field or I haven't been there. It's it's the I've been to just about every SEC stadium. 
It's the absolute worst. God, it's so bad, even man. even even worse than Vanderbilt's like little yeah. Box no, stadium. I would I would rather watch a hundred games of Vanderbilt than one in Kentucky. The announcer super like super aggressive and annoying. Didn't he go like first down? Damn, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. you can hear it. But like no, I, I've only been to a couple games there. I was there in 07 when we beat them, uh, beat them in overtime. Man, it, ugh, I hate Kentucky so much. But I hate Florida more. Oh yeah, can't I want, stand Florida. I would definitely have. I Kentucky. want Kentucky. Yeah. I don't know what the line is, but I want Kentucky to win. Yeah, it's it's Florida's only an eight point favorite, which I don't know. I'd probably take the under in that one. Really, yeah. Florida's going to rely on their defense, and Kentucky has no quarterback. If the line's eight points, I pr- I probably take Florida. Yeah, I probably take Florida. Now here's an interesting game because we talk about Florida State and the problems that they've had. They're at UVA, and UVA is probably the best team in that division. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the division. I don't remember which division is which. <coughs> They're in the division opposite of Clemson, and yeah. UVA is probably the best team in that division. They're twenty fifth right now. Yeah. I feel. I, I think they like, beat Florida State. You look at that, and it's like really like I'm picking Virginia over Florida State. What bizarro what, world what, am what I world living are we in? in? One where Willie Taggart is Florida State's head coach, apparently. Uh, one last game we got here is, uh, and again, a guy, another guy I don't really feel bad for with what's coming to him here. Uh, Oklahoma traveling to Pasadena at UCLA. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma, I mean, they're going to run away Chip, with it. Chip Kelly just ugh, no. lost a Cincinnati. I could see that. I think Cincinnati's going to be really a, a good, good team. team. Yeah. San Diego State, they've always been a solid Mountain West team, but they haven't been like a Mountain banger. West. It's still a Mountain West school, and you're UCLA. Yeah. I mean, Gary Bevan ain't walking through that door. But Oklahoma, you can just name the score. The line, I jumped on it at 23 and a half. I was oh, like, it's yeah. going to be four touchdowns be at least. Yeah. yeah. So I've got right. Oklahoma in that one going away. So, and of course Tennessee, I'm I'm gonna say 45 to 10. Just I don't know. I'm gonna say 45 to 10. I'm gonna say we're gonna work on some red zone stuff. We're gonna go for it on fourth down and work mm-hmm. on some of those things. But again, if you want to, I hope they play a lot of younger guys. Mm-hmm. But if they do, can you wait until we're up by four touchdowns before nope. you start playing all of them, please? We can't. We're. They won't because I don't think they'll be up by four touchdowns at any point. No. I think it's 30 until the end of the game. Well, no, not even then. 35-21, Tennessee. I think and I think going in halfway to the third, it's 21-28. I'm going to say 45-10. to 10. I'm, I'm still terribly optimistic for some stupid reason. I'm always going to believe it, and I don't know why. Nope. No. But uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we pay some bills here yeah, at the end of the show? Oh, let's, yeah. let's do that. You know, here, of course, outlandermedia.net. You can check out all mm-hmm. the great, great shows that we've got, including, of course, Haffle. Haffle. We've got Deadbeat Radio, DLC Respawn. Uh, you've got, what, Scared Stupid. Yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff going oh, on. Oh, yeah, right? everything Chris, that we've Chris gotten with the, with the Lionsgate deal yep. that we've got, that's wonderful. Now we've got, what, the Geeks Shall Inherit the Earth or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, Something like that. Something. It's JC Ratliff. Yeah, JC Ratliff. Uh, Mike D. Uh, you've got uh, and you've got a uh, Cody Geeks Kitts. Inherit the Earth. Geeks Inherit Geek. the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that's gonna be an awesome. Show. I can't wait uh, to get on fun. that show. It'll I want to be on that one. So you've got all those great shows coming to the network. You can check them all out again at outlandermedia.net. And of course, you can listen to us as well wherever you get your fine podcasts: Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you do it. Please give us those five-star reviews. For sure. Help spread the word to everybody else because we're taking over the world. You might as well get on board now yeah, and come exactly. with oh, us. Yeah. And those five-star reviews will help us. We will love you forever. Exactly. Give us those five-star reviews. Of course, you can check out Joe's shirt. 
JoeShirt.com. Love Joe Shirt. We got the merch coming. It's oh, yeah. it's a work in progress, but it's on its way. It's coming. It, of course, you can check out all the great merch and ideas that they've got. If you live here in Knoxville, they ship for free. Yeah. The shirts are great, wonderful, high quality. Oh, yeah. So soft. Oh, so man. soft. They're incredible. And, of course, Joe Shirt Deluxe, where you can check out the mugs all kinds and, of- and banners yep. and everything with them. Uh, otherworldlycoffee.com. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who is drinking way too many energy drinks, check out Otherworldly yeah, check, Coffee. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's, it's the, I say this with no animosity, it's the best coffee I've ever had. Yeah. I'm not a big coffee guy. Yeah. It's delicious. I'm not a coffee guy at all, but all of you guys have mentioned how great it's, it is. It's and it just amazing. gets and, you look, going. When I do drink coffee, I'm such a, a cream and sugar guy. Yeah. I, I want it blonde. I drink it black because it's all we had. Delicious. It's wonderful. If you go to otherworldlycoffee.com, when you check out, use the code OUTLANDER, you're going to get 20% off. 20 That's 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 banging. Yeah. Yeah. Forget all these other little companies giving me 15. 20% off OUTLANDER. Yep. And then, of course, you've got the glare in there, so I'll let Trey take over these. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've got uh, the first Thursday of every month, uh, starting with October 3rd. Uh, we've got locally sourced comedy over at the Central Depot headlining. Your favorite. <sighs> Patrick Pope. <laughs> Patrick Pope will be in town all the way um, uh, from hell itself. Uh, we love Patty. Ohio. Ohio. Oh, yeah. Y'all love Patty. You know, Patty's wonderful. He was at my wedding. Uh, I bet I'm going to keep mentioning that every time. I bet he was. He was. Oh, yeah. And then we've got, uh, last but not least, the Oneida Zombie Fest, October 12th in Oneida, Tennessee. They're the same guys that bring us the Black Cat Curiosities and Oddities up there in Oneida. i got to so, get up there to check out that so, store. We saw them at the cons and stuff, man. They're yeah. so cool. They're so, great so, people. Great people, great people. But definitely come out there and check us. Uh, we'll probably be zombie and then being spooky. All right. Well, that's, I think, going to wrap it up for this that's week. It, uh, guys, again, of course, like, subscribe, share, spread the word. However, if you use Carrier Pigeon, send it to somebody, and they'll be able to uh, take care of all of that. But hopefully we'll come back next week and – Tennessee will have won, so we can be happy. It'll be funky. (laughs) It will be funky. We'll be in a funky mood. But until then, for Trey Pack, I'm Michael Shibley. Too sweet. Love you. See you next time. Bye.